Stuff Central is brought to you by the highly advanced BMW Connected Drive technology. Stay connected with all that is happening in the tech world with Stuff Central. And stay connected with everything happening in your world with BMW Connected Drive. So connect it did your free Good afternoon, BMW Connected Drive. How can I help? Hi, uh, I need a restaurant recommendation for a new client of mine, please. Uh, with a few specific requests, she's gluten intolerant, raw vegan, who only eats paleo and organic. Uh, oh, she's also banting. Find whatever you need with BMW Concierge Services, the personal assistant in your car that'll find anything you're looking for. From specific restaurants to the closest ATM, another innovation from BMW Connected Drive. So connected, you're free. I thought me and you should take a step back and actually have a look what this whole connected drive is. It is the most advanced system I've seen in a car to date. I mean, BMW is offering you a system whereby you can see how fast the car is going in front of you. And your car can actually turn down its cruise control to see if you need to turn down your cruise control in order for you not to have like a front head-on collision. But anyway, we'll be discussing tech and everything tech from now until 3 o'clock. My name's Michael Flax. Thank you for joining me. I don't know if you guys have seen this new Apple product that's out there, but Apple seems to be taking the door market. Now, at first I saw this, I was like, "Mm, why the door market? First you kind of messed up with this iPhone 6 Plus. You didn't know whether it bent, whether it didn't bend. You had Bengate coming out. Then you had hashtag Hairgate coming out. I don't know if you saw that. People were saying that their hair got stuck in their Apple device. I mean, it's just a whole marketing ploy to get people to tweet about it. What I'm trying to get at is Apple's come out with a new door market. It's a, a keyless door entry system, I guess you could say. It's a door handle, and then there's some device integrated in it that you can send people a certain verification code to their phone, and all you need to do is put the phone against the door, and it unlocks. So say I'm coming home very late one night, and my mom's like, Mike, your friends had the code to the door last week. I'm changing the code. I'm going to message it to you. All you do is you go into the app, you take the code, you copy-paste, and you put it against the door. Now, you will be the only one who's got the key to this door now. I think I think there is room for it. I mean, you're now restricting access to the door while at the same time making unique code that can constantly change. So just like another way we are using technology to incorporate into our real life. But one thing I am not fond of, and I I will tell you exactly when I'm not happy with something, and I will tell you when I like something, but the whole laptop screen flips round, there's no point. I want to work on my laptop. I want it to be a case where I'm on my laptop, the screen's facing me, I got the keyboard facing me. No one wants to start turning around their laptop and like start playing with a touchscreen. All companies that are now developing these laptops with touchscreens, you're either using the keyboard, the mouse pad, or you're using a, what's it, uh, 
like one of those electronic mouses now that can do infrared and God knows what. You're using one of those. Don't now start selling me all these things I'm not going to use and trying to say to me, okay, you can now touch your screen instead. But I wanted to also talk to you about how we're using technology nowadays to get things out there. And sometimes it's it's things that are going viral. Recently, they've used technology, and I'm going to be honest with you, it might be a bit explicit, but I don't know if you've seen the video with the girl with her breasts, where they go and they check if the breasts are real and fake. But what they do is they film the breasts of two women jumping up and down, and (laughs) basically they slow-mo it, and then they ask you to see which one's real and which one's fake, and... That's slow-mo, something that we didn't really have a while back. But there are useful things for it, like time-lapse on your iPhone. GoPro is now coming up with time-lapse. time-lapse. You can actually put your GoPro on like a stand or something. Spend like three hours building a braai or building like a model plane. And you can turn it into like a 40-second clip. I I thought it was quite useful because when you're using YouTube, like I myself am a YouTuber, I think YouTube's a great, great invention, something that everyone like in the day and age is using. Sometimes you're not even using TV. You can just go YouTube what you want because YouTube offers you categories. So I'm a selective person. There's certain things I want to see on TV and there's certain things I don't. So instead of me flicking through channels on a TV, I can just go onto YouTube. I'm a big fan of searching things such as Barack Obama and security details or Justin Bieber and his security because it just really fascinates me. And straight away, I get to exactly what I want. I can start watching a video of Barack Obama getting like his security detail ready for landing. And... That to me appeals to me, so I can go and get that straight, straight, straight off YouTube. But anyway, back to the time lapse. A lot of companies are coming on board with this time lapse, creating it into their phones. Soon you'll probably be able to even time lapse on Snapchat, but I don't know how much you would use it. Snapchat's more of a thing where you're using it once, using it quickly, and you're getting done with it. Can you remember the last time you used Snapchat? You pulled your phone out your pocket, you took a photo of somebody, and you sent it straight to them, Took, put, locked the phone, and put it back in your pocket. Snapchat's not something that you spend a lot of time on. And while we're talking about Snapchat, I actually remember, I don't know if you saw it, but I remember seeing yesterday that a lot of uh, Snapchats have been leaked. Now, we told by Snapchat that... You take the photo and then straight away it gets deleted. Turns out that's not the case. Um, these photos actually stay online for quite a while. Actually forever in, in some instances. And there's nothing out there to protect us from these things going viral. Just as our clouds were leaked, if if you take something about, and this is actually a, a good topic which I'll get into next, all about online and what you should and shouldn't be doing. And it's important to know these things because it can affect you throughout life. But let's finish up with the Snapchat, you and me, and 
then we can hit the next topic. So keep around till three because you never know what we're going to be discussing. So we've got Snapchat and basically any hacker can get into anything that's online. Once something goes through a sort of online source or a viral source that involves the internet, as some people say, or the ethernet, basically it's there forever. And hackers can go in there, retrieve it, and basically steal your information. And sometimes it's legal. I mean, Snapchat, you're taking a photo of yourself, you're putting it on online, basically. You're sending it to someone else. What's stopping other people from viewing it? So... The next topic I actually wanted to discuss with you, and I want to get quite like in-depth on this topic, is the fact that when you're joining a new company or you're applying, you're applying for a job somewhere in like a sector where your image actually means a lot. And if you've got a bad image, that can be portrayed onto the company. And companies by law are actually allowed to go give you a bit of a Facebook stalking. And I'm not going to just look at this from a company's point of view. I'm also going to go to a social point of view and tell you how people are stalking you just to find out who you are, what you're doing, stuff like that. So let's start off with the company point of view. Basically, companies are now going, they're going onto your Facebook. They're looking if there's any images of you drinking alcohol or partying up and they can get your entire brand, your entire who you are, what you do, and what you're all about just by a subtle 10-minute Facebook stalk. And they have set up digital departments whose entire job is just to go stalk you on Facebook. (sighs) Do you really portray your image well on Facebook? I mean, can your Facebook define exactly who you are in three words? If you go onto your Facebook right now, Go onto your homepage. I'm going to do the exact same thing. I'm logging onto Facebook right now, and I'm going to go onto my homepage, and I'm going to say exactly what the first thing says and what it says about me. Okay, so far I am in Facebook now. Let's go to Michael Flax. Let's see what the first thing is. Okay, this isn't good. The first thing you see is my background photo, which is me with six other girls. Now, to a company, this says that I'm quite like a player. First of all, to a girl that's going and seeing this, it it clearly states that I can't do a relationship. And I'm not looking for a relationship because here I'm displaying that I'm with other women. Let's go down. Okay, now we got, ah, we've got a post that I shared with when Gareth on his show did a thing with the Beatles quiz. So straight away, that shows that I'm very interested in the company that I work for. Basically, my whole timeline is actually Cliff Central. So this will tell the company that I'm committed. I'm solely committed to Cliff Central. I want my whole life to be about Cliff Central. Go do the same thing. Go onto your Facebook and then go into Cliff Central's official account on WeChat. Or you can actually give me a phone call on 0861555189 or hit me up on... uh. Twitter, and I want to know exactly the three, I'm going to give you a challenge. I want to know the three words that describe the first thing you see on your uh, Facebook homepage, and then I want to know what the Facebook homepage says about your brand, and 
I'm going to go to a song and open up the space for you to call me. Get your phone out. Let's do this, guys. I'm very excited to see if anyone else has like shares the same interests as me. Because you can also tell if you share the same interests from other people on Facebook. Go do that and I'll be right back.
up, and I got all this drink bought up. I bought all these bottles up in this club. Came here with all my dogs, but I'm trying to leave it to you and your friends. Yeah, trying to leave it to you and your friends. Oh, I got all these drinks bought up, and I got all this drink bought up. I bought all these bottles up in this club. Came here with all my dogs, but I'm trying to leave it to you and your friends. Up in my car, rolling up J's, flying with the stars. Don't gotta ask the price, 'cause you already know. Watch full of ice, no light, it still glow. It's you and your friends, me and my dogs. Left your nigga to be with my squad. He talk a lot of shit, but he ain't really on. He hit it too soft, but me, I go hard like ooh, baby. When you with me, you go crazy. I want you to be my lady, girl. You can bring your girlfriends, I ain't hating. And I got all this drink bought up. I bought all these bottles up in this club. Can't be with all my dogs, but I'm trying to leave it you and your friends. Yeah, trying to leave it you and your friends. Oh. I'm parked out front in a Range Rover. Coke white so tight, game over. Coupe to the block, bop to the bank. Car full of girls in a blue Mustang. Boy, y'all, more y'all, caravan. VIP, modeling hand, bottling hand, wobble again. I make it crack in the back of a Benz, we're cracking a friend on the highway. Just me and Wiz with a dirty dozen, about to handle it. Uh, was they cousins or was they twins? I love it when they both go all in like that. This one and that one. See, he wants the cute one, I want the fat one. 'Cause she paid and she ran. I'm looking for a Jennifer Holiday in my life. I got all these chains bought up, and I got all this drink bought up. I bought all these bottles up in this club. Came here with all my dogs, but I'm trying to leave it to you your friends. Yeah, trying to leave it to your friends. Oh, I got all these chains bought up, and I got all this drink bought up. I bought all these bottles up in this club. When you hear the signal, it will be one broken down truck at Rigel Avenue past two. Wanneer die sign hoor, is dit precies een stukkende vrachtmotor op Regelaan na 2. Traffic jams are time, lost time. Real-time traffic information from BMW Connector Drive identifies traffic congestion areas and provides you with alternative routes. Another innovation from BMW Connector Drive. So connected, you're free. That was You and All Your Friends by Wiz Khalifa at until three o'clock we're talking tech and everything tech if you want to message us go to our official account on wechat and cliff central official account go message to show send me a message anything tech related actually anything anything you want to do or you can phone me on 0861555189 while we continue to check out what's tech and all good tech in the news there's a device whereby 
you can control from your smartphone, but you can brew your own beer. I'm a beer fan. I'm sure you're a beer fan. You put the ingredients in. You can control exactly how, like, fermented you want your beer to get. Because I don't know much about beer, but I know that the strength of beer can be controlled. You can control this all on your iPhone by a couple settings. I it doesn't make sense to me how you can make food using your iPhone, but ugh, let's scrap that one. But or a breathalyzer. Basically. It's important not to drink and drive. You should never, ever, ever drink and drive. So why not have a portable breathalyzer machine going with you wherever you go? You pull it out your pocket. Say you've just spent a night out at the club and you might have had one drink, but you don't know how much alcohol was in that drink. So all you do is you pull out this breathalyzer, completely battery-operated, it says it's a few inches big and breathe into it. It will either go red or blue. Red means, na 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 na, you are not driving tonight. Blue means you're good to go and I think it's worth it. This little thing will set you back around 300 rand. I mean, instead of spending the night in jail, you can spend 300 rand and probably save your life. Something that could also probably save your life is the new Sigma voice translation device. I never thought it was possible, but hey, anything's possible now, nowadays. You can hold this box to your mouth. It will take in what you're saying. It will record it. It will change it into any language you want. This, let's, let's go slowly through this one because this is a lot of sci-fi stuff. It will record whatever you're saying, then it will translate it into the language you want, and then it will play it back. So you can go into meetings, let's say you're going into a meeting into China, you take this little thing and speak into it, and what comes out is, ho, hong chong 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 chong. Makes complete perfect sense, deal signed, done, signed, sealed, delivered. The things they come out with nowadays are unbelievable. But something that we all use is this. Everyone's got a portable energy device. Something that they can use to charge their phone. Something they can use to charge their laptop. Some You charge it at home. You'll take it with you. You'll use it until, let's say, your, your laptop goes dead. Or we all know our phones go dead at varsity and... You pull out those like nifty little square devices, plug in your phone, and next thing you got full battery. I, funny, I, I don't know if you find this, but I find that when I charge with these little devices that my device charges a lot faster. I, I, I think it's got maybe something to do with the kilojoules coming out of it. I, I've actually, like, I'm, I'm embarrassed to say this, but I've debated just using my electronic device to print. I, even though how stupid it might sound, I, ah. Okay, enough embarrassment. Have you heard of the new device that you put in your tackies? Tackies as in your running shoes? Basically, put it in your running shoes, go for a run, and it, and it will charge up your phone. So while you're walking, you're actually charging your phone. You're using you you actually t- 
taking your kinetic energy and turning it into potential. Ah, oh, here's some science for you. Now I'm not missing taking those science classes. And you're turning it into potential energy to use for your phone. And they're putting this in a lot of devices I can see nowadays, such as bicycles. All you need is like two magnets. And when your wheel spins past the one magnet, it creates energy. And basically, you can just charge your phone or you can probably even put your laptop in the back of the bicycle and charge your laptop while you ride your bicycle to work. Jet surf, what? The things they are coming up with, they're trying to make things so much easier for us. Okay, I'm a big fan of wakeboarding. Sometimes it does get a bit like uneasy when you need someone on a boat and you don't have a boat or you're the only one who has a license for the boat. They call them oh, it's a skipper's license. They call them skipper's license. And basically that's the license that you need to operate a boat. So often when I go with my friends to the vol or the dam or something, I always want to be the one on the wakeboard. The problem is my friends don't have licenses to drive the boat, so they can't drive the boat. And then I'm left as the silly one stuck in the boat, not being able to surf. So I guess that's where I can use this jet surf. It has a propeller under it. It's a wakeboard. And it uses petrol. And so, oh, I get it. I get it. Let me explain this again. A wakeboard with a boat motor built into the wakeboard. So you're already creating something that's going to give you like a propulsion. That's, that's, that's pretty genius. I'm not even going to lie. That's genius. No longer will you ever need someone to drive your boat. You can just use this. Ah, oh, oh, now I see where the problem is. It's basically going to cost you 130,000 rand. Now that's that's definitely not worth it. But something that is worth it, this thing will cost you 750 rand. And I think this is actually very useful. A wristband that is just a recording device. How often do you find yourself in awkward situations that you just like, mm, I should have had a recording device. And thank God I have devices that I can communicate with others. And that is why I have David Greenway on the line. David, how are you? Yeah, good you, dude. Good, good. I need your help. I want to buy a MacBook Pro. Yes. But I'm a bit nervous because at the moment I'm currently using Windows and I'm scared of yeah. the transition process. I think I'm going to get this uh, MacBook and not know what to do. Um. Look, there's there's a couple of things that are a little bit different. I mean, uh, obviously, being a different operating system, you know, things things don't work exactly the same way. But the truth of the matter is, you know, if if you can use a computer, you pretty much uh, you're pretty much set. I mean, um, as long as you don't struggle with any one particular operating system. I mean, you know, there's a lot of guys around the studio that use Macs. Surely, someone there can help you out with teaching you lessons, or do you just not trust your fellows? You see, I don't want to become like a nuisance that every second is like, oh, my God, how do I delete that? How do I paste that? How do I um, do that? Yeah, you know, it's, it's um, they're pretty close to similar. I mean, um, I know that the iStore actually runs training sessions um, to get new users up to speed and everything like that. Um, you do use an iPhone, right? I do use an iPhone, but I'm sure they're completely different. 
So they are completely different, but a lot of the things that you'll see on the screen are very similar. So like the, the Photos app and things like that have actually been made um, to be very similar to each other now. So um, the more that, we, you know, the more that uh, Apple iterates their operating systems, the closer the two, they're, they're trying to bring the two together. So you've got something called Launchpad in uh, Mac OS, which sort of puts out all your apps like icons like you'd see on an iPad and things like that so that you can, uh, it, it makes things a lot more familiar to you. Um, Basically, the only thing you have to know about, um, I mean, these days, you know, with YouTube, you can pretty much search for anything and mm, find a, yeah. a great how-to on uh, anything that you really want to do. So um, learning how, I mean, even before you get your Mac, you can start checking out all the different things. Mm. I mean, we've got a new operating system uh, that actually should be coming out tonight. There's an Apple event uh, going on. And uh, the latest version of their operating system, which is called Yosemite, is actually shipping tonight. So uh, now is probably a good time. I mean, there's going to be a lot of news about uh, all the new features and a lot of people uh, making YouTube videos and things like that on how to do stuff. So mm. it's actually a very good time to start learning about it. it. Where do they come up with the names for these operating systems of Mac? Because, I mean, we had right. iOS Lion. <laughs> yeah, so they, they used to make uh, everything on cats. So it was uh, Snow Leopard, Lion, Mountain Lion. Um, now they've gone to uh, locations that are near their offices, uh, which is in Cupertino, California. So the first one was uh, Mavericks, which was named after Mavericks Beach. And this one is Yosemite, which is after the National Park that's in California. And uh, so that's sort of their, their new mission. That's what they're naming everything after. I'm glad to see they don't just go pick out of a hat. But, but now no, that's that... not out of a hat. Now that you've told me it's not so hard to operate, now I need to go to the selection process. Which one? Because yes. there's many to get. Uh, yes, sir. So it, it really depends on, um, you know, there's there's a couple of things that you want to look at. I mean, depending on how, how heavy a user you are, you know, um, what, what you're sort of looking to do with the Mac. Um, obviously, the, uh, the MacBook Pros uh, got more power than uh, the MacBook Air would have. Uh, the MacBook Air being sort of your entry level. Let's let's actually go into that. What do you mean by more power? As in a, the battery life, or? Uh, okay, so it's got more processing power. So um, you know, if you do like internet browsing and email and word processing and stuff, then a MacBook Air would be perfect. Um, if you want to do, you know, a bit of uh, perhaps gaming or uh, you want to do some video editing or anything like that, you're going to need to have a more powerful processor. And what happens is they use the uh, the lower voltage ones, so the ones that draw less power. They use in the MacBook Airs because they want them to have better battery life, even though they're thinner. What is the so, what is the difference in battery life? Am I looking at like an hour, or am I looking at like days? Okay, so the the MacBook Airs, the 11 inches rated at I think 11 hours of battery. The 13 inches rated at 13 hours of battery, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and then the Pros, the 13-inch Retina MacBook Pro is 9 hours, and the 15-inch Retina MacBook Pro, I think, is at 8 hours. So the more power you have, obviously, the uh, the less battery life you're going to get, but the more you're going to be able to do. I mean, a top-spec, so the, the really, really expensive 15-inch MacBook Pro, which has a graphics card, which none of the others have, that's going to be the one that, like, graphic, graphic designers, uh, photographers, video editors, guys like that would be using it. Um, I personally use a 13-inch Retina MacBook Pro, so you've got a really high-resolution screen, lots of power, but still around uh, eight hours of battery life, and which is more than enough for a regular day. Since you discussed how some might be expensive, what are the prices for them? What I want to get like top of the range. I like top of the range everything. What am I looking at? Um, so if you're going for the top of the range 15-inch, you're probably looking – I mean, 
there's still a couple of extras that you can bump up, but the standard out of the box top of the range one is around twenty seven thousand rand, Ooh. as far as I know. Which is, you know, it's not it's not cheap by any stretch of the imagination. I mean, you can you in a MacBook Pro, you can easily push into the thirties if you really go balls to the wall. Um, but a uh, starting MacBook Air is around, uh, I think, it's about twelve thousand rand these days. Um, Look, uh, they they all come with a, a one-year warranty, and I think it's about another fifteen hundred rand to extend it out to a three-year warranty. Um, you've just, you know, you've got to be careful. Apple stuff just isn't cheap. It's the same as anything you've ever bought as Apple. You know, nothing that they make is really cheap, but it's all really good quality, and it lasts for a really, really long time. So it's not cheap, but it's reliable. Like, I don't know if you heard, or I'm just hearing rumors that viruses aren't made for MacBooks. Um, so that used to be true. They used to have such a small market share that there was just no money in making one. You know, there was just no profit in it. I mean, most of these are made for profit. It's like harnesses the processing power of your computer to do things for someone else. Um, and there were just not enough Macs in the world. And now that Macs become a, a much more popular thing, you know, viruses are starting to spring up. And uh, Apple's even had to take away the, they used to have that line in their marketing that said, you know, we don't get viruses like Windows machines do, and they've actually had to take that out of their marketing material. Wow. I, I'm, I'm, like, so sad about that. I was, I was <laughs> like, so excited. Never, ever getting a virus can download whatever I want from now on. Um, look, there's still the chance that it'll happen, but if you don't do dumb stuff, you know, if you're not opening up random email attachments from people and downloading funny stuff off the internet, then you're you're more than likely going to be safe. I mean, it's, it all comes down to a bit of common sense at the end of the day. But the, the one good thing about a Mac, though, is that uh, if something goes really, really wrong, they've got this thing that's basically recovery mode, and you sort of you reboot into it, and it downloads the operating system off the internet and reinstalls your entire Mac. So if things go terribly, terribly wrong, you can re- all you need is an internet connection to reset your whole Mac. But will I lose everything on it? Uh, yeah, but it's also got a really good backup thing called Time Machine. So if you have a hard drive, um, Time Machine basically, it like it makes a full backup of your computer, and it's called Time Machine because you can go back, so it backs up um, every hour, and uh, you can actually go back in time to like see the different versions of the file. So um, you know, ah. if you screwed up like three hours ago, you can go back to like four hours ago and go and check out that particular file, and you can go get it back, which well, is actually very cool. It's one of the best. They've proper thought of everything out there possible that could happen like tech wise yeah they're really really good at that kind of thing what about turnaround time if something happens to my mac and i need to send it into a store okay so um they do have a local repair center um core the local distributor does have a, a local repair center and the guys there are actually quite jacked up uh they do quite a lot of training so um, I think the most it's ever taken um, for anything of mine to be repaired was around two weeks. And that's for like serious stuff. That's when they don't have the parts available. Most these days, they, they sell enough of the stuff in the actual retail stores to have pretty much all of the parts they need to do any repairs on any Mac. Um, they pretty much have it on hand. So, you know, it'll take probably about a week. And as I said, you know, you've got a full one-year warranty and it covers absolutely everything. And then you've got uh, all the guys inside the eye store who can basically help you out with any smaller problems if something doesn't break, you know, if it's just something that needs to be fixed that small. Well, I'm planning on buying my MacBook in about a month, and I think I've got the reassurance I need. So thank you so much, David Greenway. Dude, it's a pleasure. If you need any more help, just uh, give me a shout. You know, that's what I'm here for. Thanks. Let's touch base soon. Let's uh, let's hit up, hit up one more song before we hit the 3 o'clock mark. And this is Dare by Gorillaz.
just got a WeChat message in by Barbara about this micro pause app that BMW might bring in the near future. So they'll somehow be able to tell how long you're going to be sitting in traffic for. Or say you get to a robot, the car can actually communicate with signals in the robot to see how long you're going to be stationed at the robot for. And the car can actually read out an email while you're waiting at the robot or you can play a quick game of ping pong. I think that's also like quite nice to affect where you're not wasting time at the robot. The car can actually adapt to you and your given surroundings to allow for you to get stuff done while you're waiting either to pump your gas up, 
waiting at a robot or waiting for pedestrian crossing or something like that. It has been so much fun chilling with you up until 3 this afternoon. But don't forget, Stuff Central is brought to you by the new innovative BMW Connected Drive. Stay connected with all that matters tech-wise with us and stay connected with your car technology that is driving you into the future. BMW Connected Drive. So connected, you're free. Why is Earth round, Dad? Because it's just the way it is, Sam. Why? Because it just is. But why? Because I said so, okay? That's why. But why? Tell me, why, 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 Dad? Why? Get the answer to any question you have without delay. Introducing convenient 24-7 access to the web directly from your car with BMW Internet. Another innovation from BMW Connected Drive. So connected, you're free.